acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to And That's What You Really Missed podcast, the Glee 3D edition. Welcome. Yep. Here it is. (laughs) The movie that no one saw coming. (laughs) none of us no (laughs) we didn't it was one of those add-on to your the extensive list of things that we did not think were possible Mm -hmm. were one of those things in the original pilot contract that we did not think was ever going to be needed Mm -hmm. but here we are we got to have a movie after the second season oh my god and this was like the time of like um like the justin bieber kind of documentary films which shout out to john chu and like the katy perry one which i loved and so yeah yeah. okay this was not that but (laughs) it was not that and i thought it might be but it was this was peak glee i also wonder if this is also when like um i feel like this was the first indicator that we were a bit oversaturated Mm, that's fair it just feels like they were like, look, this is probably an easy, like, drop-in, you know? Yeah. Like, it, we're already doing the tour, so why mm-hmm. not just film it and then throw it out, you know, fix it in post and then throw it out into the world? Um, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. it. So this is Glee 3D, the concert movie. And um, it was released on August 12th. 2011 so which is crazy because we finished tour the beginning of july and they did post-production in six weeks from the time they started doing post the time it was out it was six weeks (laughs) which makes no sense i also that tracks (laughs) yeah and what was wild too is so you have to understand that in six weeks of tour we performed for over half a million audience members Right. And so then because we couldn't go on tour for a long period of time, they're trying to like maximize the the, the reach. The reach. Mm-hmm. And so then here we are 
But like maybe we saw a lot of the people that wanted to see us in person because those we shows were sold out. We did. So we shot this <laughs> um, in New Jersey over two days. We came into arenas like we normally do, but for this we came in hours earlier to do some of these Steadicam close-up things. That's why you, the wides you see were sweaty. <laughs> well, they also shot some of the wides in concert. Totally. Like while we were actually doing the tour. Yeah, with this like was just real audiences. Yeah. But yes, we needed the close-ups and the steady cans and the things that needed to be where the camera's on stage. And we couldn't really have that while we were doing the actual tour because that would infringe upon our performance. <laughs> yeah, all these people that paid to come see the yeah. concert. And, then, yeah. and we did get some of that. There were moments where a steady cam operator and Andrew talked about this, mm. um, where there was a steady cam that would right. come out very quickly and briefly, and so something. you could see some of the audience. And honestly, watching this, that was uh, those were some of my favorite moments because there were quick inserts of from behind us mm-hmm. to an arena full of people. Because I think sometimes you get used to just seeing us on stage and you right. forget that there's fifteen, sixteen thousand people. Well, it's not there. Glee. It's Glee the concert, right? So yes, yes, totally. It's it's a more immersive that way. Reminds uh, you where we are. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> to talk about the state of mind a bit. Oh, we're just jumping in. Going we're into just, this, we're doing right. That. I mean, sure. A bit. Sure. We didn't really know what was going on. Because we were in full tour mode. We hadn't seen anybody. Like, we left LA, right? And we were just touring Mm -hmm. with our whole tour family. There's no Ryan. There's no Zach Woodley or Brooke. Just just... going. Yeah. And so then we get to New York and we do these shows in New Jersey and we're filming. And all of a sudden... Everybody shows up. Everybody shows up. And we're sort of, like, rehearsing again, trying to figure out. And we're a little, like, beaten down (laughs) Well, rewind. Do you remember when they told us we were going to do the 3D uh, tour uh, movie? The 3D I movie. I don't either. It feels like it was kind of a drop, d- dropped in there, and then like ru- a runaway. <laughs> but also, I think yes, <laughs> I think that was probably strategic in how because it really didn't cost us any more time other than showing up early those two days, mm-hmm. where it's like we got paid a fee, but we're still doing the same thing. Right. What's weird is too is like so Kevin Tantron who directed this. I've known Kevin since I first moved to L.A. Mm. when I was 14, when I first started coming to L.A., actually. And so it was also this, and he's friends with John Chu, is this very, like, circular, serendipitous thing where it's like, okay, Kevin understands performance and dance and is the nicest person. And so then Kevin's coming in to, like, shoot this thing. But, mm-hmm. like, Ryan's there mm-hmm. and everybody's there. And so then... We didn't know what the structure of the film was going to be, right? We didn't know that there were going to be these fan interactions at all. We didn't know what they wanted from us backstage. Right. And so that's when Ryan showed up with the camera. Right. And started shooting us himself. Because I think, I'm not, I'm sure Ryan had a vision because Ryan always has a vision, but I'm sure they were also just taking as much footage as possible, kind of like a documentary. Like you just shoot and shoot and shoot and then you find your story, right? And so I think they were 
Ryan's like, we have to get like the the confessionals, right, of mm-hmm. the characters. And at one point, we weren't sure if we were going to be us or we were going to be our characters, kind of like the tour. Like there yeah. was a decision to be made. And because the tour was all in character, um, I think Ryan decided that it was, you know, only appropriate that we were um, also in character for our little confessionals, which were very funny. Um, yeah, it wasn't like Kenna, Kenna. Oh, Kenna, look at us. Mm-hmm. Jenna and Kevin's experience going mm-hmm. on tour. It was right. Tina and Artie's experience going exactly. on Exactly. And yeah, there was just, um, it, it kind of happened before we knew we could like blink. It yeah. was like they were coming, we were at the end of our tour or before like the end of the US leg, right? Mm-hmm. And they came in and they kind of like, Gorilla style shot all those behind the scene things while we were in the makeup room because that's really where you get all of a lot of us at one time. Um, and then, you know, other than that, you're shooting whatever we're, you know, doing on stage, like we're performing. Um, and yes, we didn't know about the fan um, interviews, which thank God they did them because that made the whole film what it was. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, we, we didn't know till we sat down to watch that at the premiere. Right. And it right. was so special. Like this is actually. Oh, why incredible. we do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because again, like we didn't like the show, like the tour, you don't get those one-on-one moments with fans. Mm-mm. You get droves of fans you know, trying to get attention or an autograph or something, right? And so we didn't get any of their stories. So thank God for that, <laughs> I will say. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they were in depth. I felt like I was watching, you know, American Idol mm-hmm. back in the day where they would like oh, yeah. stick with one person when they were first auditioning. They would go to like yeah. get their little story and all that. And it was really it sweet. was really sweet and special. Well, let's talk about what was going on in the world a little bit, and then we can get more into the the film itself. Okay. Um, so the number one song around this time was Party Rock Anthem like by LMFAO. <laughs> I feel like that paints a really perfect picture of where we were <laughs> in, time. in time when this movie came out. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> and the number one <laughs> movie was Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I did see this at You know what movie wasn't number one? Glee 3D. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely was not. And um, on August 6th, just a week before the release, the Castigley attended the premiere at the Westwood um, Village Theater in California. And that's where we went to the Twilight premiere. Yeah. Another full circle moment. Yes. Very strange. And... um, we also released the soundtrack of the Glee concert movie, which I have to say I do listen to because it's live. So I like listening to the not as produced Glee songs and I listen to the Glee mm-hmm. 3D sometimes, some versions of songs. You know, songs. I forgot it existed, to oh, be honest. Wow. Okay. I never listened to it. Okay. You should go back. It's fun. No, I'm um, going to. Go listen to like Ain't No Way. <laughs> and then the album um, was also made on CD. When like who has CDs anyway? Um, <laughs> and then on August seventh, Kevin Glee won three awards at the uh, Teen Choice Awards. We were for, busy. We were so busy. I remember this time getting ready with like our glam team and everything, and it was just nonstop. It was like you're like you again. <laughs> Let's get ready. <laughs> and um. If you find pictures of us at the Teen Choice Awards, oh my God. I clearly was overwhelmed by the amount of things <laughs> we were doing because my outfit 
<laughs> says as much. <laughs> because I remember I forgot mm-hmm. to like do it. Plan an outfit. <laughs> and my friend slash I guess Silas Bo at the time was over at my house and he's like, Okay, <laughs> what can we do? And he like took some old clothes I had and like cut off the sleeves. Oh my god, really? It, yes, it like really bad things mm. and just started chopping things up. And I'm like, well, this is good enough. Sure, sure, sure. We'll do this. There's so um, many pictures where I'm just like, what were we thinking? Because everyone looked really good at the movie premiere mm-hmm. the day before. And so I think that was, and we had a junket all day. We were doing press <laughs> for the entirety of the day. Then we all we had to run out our stuff. Yeah, I so will I, say the junkets for the Glade 3D movie, you sit in a room and the the press comes to you and it's, it's, it is a lot, but because you're just sitting there and you're waiting for the next person to come in, you get to gab and there's just so many fun yes. memories that we had. And I really actually, it's one of those press days that I actually enjoyed the most because like we didn't have to move. <laughs> I just, just remember being out of like out of my mind. We were all out of our minds. I was so tired. It's because the same also, questions too. Yes. It's the same questions. You're talking about yourself, which is not like super fun. And then you're talking about the tour that we had just ended mm-hmm. doing. So like it was very redundant. You know, like we we were worn out about mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. How was this? And also like, how is this movie already out? I know. <laughs> It very much felt like that. Like, where are we? Yes. What are we doing? Yeah. Like, what whirlwind. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, what's happening? And then we're like, go back to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very fast. Um, I don't think I got a, a surfboard this year. This was the pretty one that I wanted because I like the colors. And yeah, we got the one, pretty. the ugly one the next year. <laughs> I don't know if I have the surfboard from this Teen Choice Award. I have a couple. I can't find, I don't even know where my Teen Choice were. Did I give There's, it away? Mine are still like bubble wrapped in my garage. <gasps> Is it in my garage or did I give it away? I might yeah. have given you it You might have away. given it away. You give stuff away. Normally I would keep something like that, but I think I kept one surfboard. I don't but recall it But the practicality of it, like wh- yeah. what are what you going to do, do with it? You actually can surf on them, I will say. They did say, they gave us the fins, they gave us the wax, like, but who's surfing on their Teen Choice Award board? No. Okay. Um, Why didn't we get this one? I don't think we won for cast, comedy cast. We won oh. for comedy. Like, like cast Yes. Ensemble or whatever. Oh, that's right. Because the, the year before, um, did I host the year before? Yeah, it's with, with Katie, right? And the boys? Or Demi. Oh, D- Demi, Demi. I hosted in 2012. Okay, okay so, so you I, hosted the following year. Yes, with okay. Demi. Okay. Because then I got one. That's when we got mm-hmm. one. That's right. Okay, so this movie. <laughs> we had some special guest stars. We had Gwyneth in there who came and did... Forget you in Jersey and then also in London. Did she helicopter in? She helicoptered from New York City over to Jersey. It's a nine minute flight. It's so smart because we waited like an hour and a half in traffic <laughs> to get through the tunnel. It's yeah, up, and we're it's, like, where's Gwyneth? Like she's hard. helicoptering in. <laughs> you know what? When you're Gwyneth Paltrow, you helicopter in. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um. And Jane Lynch, who opened the show for us uh, a couple of times, I in my memory, this one and maybe one other one, maybe in L.A. she was there with Matt. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. 
or maybe that was Radio City. I can't. They're all the they're all blending yeah. together. Um, we didn't meet any of these wonderful uh, cinematographers, or at least I didn't. Um, or the wonderful editors of this film. Well, that's you know when we were talking to Andrew, and I was like, "Oh, you did the steady camera." And he's like, "Nope, no, that was no. somebody else." Because a whole three D thing. Yeah. We didn't meet anybody really, because this was all happening. Behind the scenes where, like, we sort of went about our same tour day. Right. Like I said, like, we were just on stage and we didn't really know where the cameras were. We were just <laughs> performing. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell Amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes, and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. 
Listen to Woke App Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also um, had some, like, little audience in there during that time. Do you remember? Mm, no. We had... <laughs> um, Actually, oh, morning. One of our producers oh, it was in the morning, right? It was Sam, like a yes, early, early matinee, if you yeah. will. Okay, and and there was like a small section, like close to the stage, I think, just to like give us something to perform for. And then Sam admitted to us that she was there. Um, <laughs> Sam, do you want to come on for a second so we can ask you about this? <laughs> our memories are foggy, as you're used to. And, but you were in the audience. How did that happen? So I had tickets to the first night of the tour. And I remember we were like getting all ready. Literally, my friends and I curling our hair, best dresses, because we were like, maybe someone will see us from like the rafters, you know? So we oh were like God. getting all ready. And my friend, she like called me and she was like, I think I just won something huge. And I was like, what? And she was like, I saw on Twitter, they were asking if you're like a Glee fan. So she like entered her name and then they contacted her and were like, hey, can you be at the IZOD Center again tomorrow morning at like 8 a.m. And you're going to watch them film for this 3D movie. And we were like, 3D movie? Because I don't think anyone even knew that was happening at mm-hmm. that point. Right. So we were like, totally. And they're like, and if you come, you'll get tickets to tomorrow night show as well. Uh-huh. So we we were oh. like, sign us up. Totally. <laughs> we went and saw the show and it was amazing. And then the next day we reported for duty at like 8 a.m. And we like lined up outside um, and then they let us in and they brought us in and they sat us in that section. It was like a, a stage left. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And we were sitting there and um, we just got to watch you guys like redo the numbers like hundreds of times like over again, just Mm -hmm. so they could get the shot. And we sat there all day. And I remember we were all like freaking out because we could see you. you were just like hanging out in between sets. I remember you guys um, or in between songs. I remember you guys laying on the stage Mm -hmm. and we just kept. It felt like we were like at a freaking zoo watching. (laughs) Pretty much, right? More things. We were like, we were all freaking out. And you just were like, I remember watching you guys like laying on each other on the stage in between each song. Mm -hmm. Sounds right. Someone would take your your chair, Kevin, at some Mm -hmm. point, just like roll Mm -hmm. around in it because why not? Probably Um, hard. I remember at one point they had Darren come and talk to us and like amp us up before filming. And everyone was like, oh, my God, because he was like right there. I also remember us watching Darren was like skateboarding throughout the arena at some point. And then, yeah, we just like were watching you guys the whole time. And then um, they had us they would film reaction shots from us. You cannot see me in the movie, especially after rewatching yeah. last. Week. I remember when we went to go see, we were devastated because uh, <laughs> we, were, like, we were there the whole day. Right, and um, they filmed reaction shots from us. They had like dummies <laughs> sitting next to us too. They had like inflatable people to yep. make it seem like there were people there too, just to fill it out. Creepy. Or I like know the nationals. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, after we were there for like hours, it was like amazing. We just got to watch you guys redo it forever. They had us like sit inside the concourse of the arena because they couldn't like let us out to let us back in. 
Oh, she was just like, we're there all day. <laughs> we were there all day. It was le- legit like extra work. And then when we were sitting there, I remember the doors were shut and they and Leah was doing, or I don't know if she was sound checking or they had f- her filming her doing Don't Rain on My Parade, mm-hmm. which I think at that point had been like cut from the set. So we were all like, whoa, we could hear her doing it. And uh, I just remember all of us inside were like cheering from the concourse because we were like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. We went and saw the show for the second time that night. So not after seeing the first night all day. And then we went back that night and saw it again. Yeah, it was, um, it was really fun though. We were like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to us. My friend and I were like, this is so cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, What are the odds? I know that how is weird crazy. it is. I know. Yeah, we were. Uh, I forget when I was just talking to my friend last night. It had to have been Twitter. It was something like that. It was a social, yeah. like they were, you know, asking for fans or something like that. But it was so cool. Um, yeah, it was amazing. And there was like a lot of people there. I remember like both nights. I think were sold out or something. Our mm-hmm. second night seats were like behind the stage. <laughs> like I was just uh, for oh, photos, wow. and our view was from like behind the stage. And I was just looking because I remember I posted the whole thing on Facebook at the time. <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah, I'll have to send you guys the photos because I thought uh, we we had it. We were like superstars, but um, it was a really fun experience. So for oh, us, cool. it was fun. I know it was crazy for you guys, but for fans, it was really really fun. Mm. Oh, that's amazing yeah wow yeah glad your memory is better than ours yeah, i know it's very <laughs> thanks clear, for sharing clear. That. yes <laughs> thanks sam You're i do remember that us like hanging out with everybody on the floor mm-hmm. while we were filming yes. and yes. i will say we didn't not enjoy this we just were sort of like tired what are we doing yeah tell us where to go and do it yeah. um yeah and it was nice to actually like catch up with people i remember like hanging out with zach all day I hadn't right. seen him in age like since we had left vegas or right right um and i do remember because we had done the show so many times by that point you know what the lighting looks like you know what the crowd looks like um i remember looking out at the stage both nights when we did that especially i think it was the second night was like the really big night and it was lit differently huh and it looked so cool i think they added an extra lights for the Probably. entire thing, but they all, I think there was also extra lights for the audience to light the audience in a way. And because you can't normally see them. And I have this very distinct memory of looking out and literally being able to see every single row. Mm. And it was so cool. And it felt, um, it just felt bigger. It felt like a, a really um, important, interactive, immersive thing. You know, mm-hmm. especially after you've done the show, you know it in and out. You can sort of do it with your eyes shut. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, there's that many people here. And then right. we had, you know, family and friends there, too. And so. Well, you also have like in the in-ears in. So you can hear yourself, hear the music, and it kind of drowns out the screaming fans. But, yeah. you know, mid-show, I'd always take them out or at least one just so I could feel and hear what they felt like and what we, you know, how cool that was. Um, and it was like when you're looking at people's faces, there's just a different, yes. like when you're connecting with people and fans versus like how stadiums are so massive, it feels kind of impersonal. So yeah. to be able to see all these faces there, um, knowing that, like Sam said, it was like the best day of their lives. It's <laughs> like, that's so cool. Um, I I do remember that. And I do remember in some photos of Jersey, um, 
seeing like in the encore, I remember it being brighter. Like I remember us looking brighter as well, yeah. like our blue jackets looking brighter. Mm-hmm. Um, I also remember the second day we shot the, we came in like a little bit earlier to do like a couple of extra things for the movie. It wasn't mm-hmm. a full, I don't think it was a full day. Mm-hmm. That's when we did dog days. And that's when it was getting close to the show. <gasps> I remember, yes. And unfortunately, it was like this is why this is why I got cut. Really, I know I I joke about it all the time, and I have like a puss face about it. But actually, what happened was we got really close to the show. The camera was taking a long time. Kevin was like, he didn't know any of us well enough to be like, stay here. So like, people were just like, all right, I got to get ready for the show, and like starting to like kind of leave. And I remember during it going, I don't think we got what we needed for this number. Or at yeah. least being disappointed that like yeah. it didn't get the time. You know what I mean? That I everything feel like else I remember got. you coming back and saying that and just being like a little bummed out. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, but. And then I just never thought they would cut it without telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's okay. It's not all about me. Um, but I was bummed about it and I remember very distinctly thinking like I don't think we got everything for this number um because we which left, is a like, bummer because halfway through. such a I, good number that number is so good it also looks beautiful yeah you guys sound so good they also like there's it is in the extras so like they did get enough yeah <laughs> so, yeah it's weird um, it's very strange it is also weird how they completely changed the order of the set list I in the know. movie. Oh, I forgot about that. It I is just like random that. and it's I you know, it goes I guess in accordance to the stories they're telling in it. Exactly. But part of me wanted to be like, can we just I want to see it in the order how we did it. Because I think it was structured really it was paced really well. Like there was right. a whole thing of group numbers, solo numbers, then right. the classroom thing. Like there right. were segments intentionally. Right. Maybe we're just attached to it. I don't know. Probably. We're too close. Yeah. So something we want to do for this episode because the movie was really all about the fans and finding people who connected with the show on um, a deeper level. Also, shout out to all the people who said they were getting tattoos. Um, (laughs) Berkeley. So we had a bunch of people, actually like an overwhelmingly amount of people, large amount of people, um, send in voice memos about their experience with the movie. And so... We're going to play some and talk about it. I'm really excited to hear, actually. Sam was telling us that there's like a lot of people wrote are voiced in and let's do it. Hello. First of all, this is Andrew McGuire from Glee of the Week podcast. Y'all reached out and asked if I had any memories of the Glee 3D concert movie or that tour summer in general. And oh my God, you know that TikTok sound where it's like, oh my God, I love this question. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I was unable to go to the tour and I was very, very jealous of all the, there was a group of girls, I remember, that all went to the Philadelphia date in a limo. And I was like, y'all do not deserve this. I That should be me. But I did go to see the movie later that summer and on a random weekday in the middle of the day with my mom and in my head I was like okay there it's going to be packed with gleeks I'm ready to be surrounded by my people of course when we arrived to the theater absolutely not a soul in sight we watched the movie and it wasn't until the very end that I saw that there was a guy sitting by himself in the back row of the theater 
I thought we were alone and yet we weren't. Um, anyway, I've already shared this with Jenna during our episode with y'all, but the fact that Dog Days Are Over was not part of the movie mm-hmm. was origin story. Like, I'm convinced that that's why my theater was empty. Like, they were like, oh, there's no Tina Cohen Chang representation. <laughs> I am not actually going out to the AMC today. Um, but on a real note, I did love the fact that there were some Gleek spotlight representation in the movie, um, specifically Trenton talking about his coming out experience and talking about it on such a platform was such a moment for me in my own coming out experience. And I am positive that it had such a great effect on other closeted um, queer youth. So love that. Um, all in all, summer 2011 was for the Gleeks. We had the tour, the movie, and we had the the first season of the Glee Project. We stayed fed that entire summer. Thank you so much for being here. Love you. Bye. We stayed fed. Uh, uh, thank you for that. I mean, he's not wrong. It was the summer of of the Gleeks. We gave them everything we had. I know, truly. And shout out to Trenton who shared his story. I think all those like wonderful people who came on there to you know put their to be vulnerable in a movie um like that where you're sort of going in cold and like here's my story and i hope the world appreciates it where it's like you never know who it's going to affect and there you there you go you know know. you have somebody who's personally impacted by that in such a great way yes and there are so many of those stories so i'm glad we could highlight one just one who's next Hey, Kevin and Jenna, it's your girl, Alexa in Manhattan. I'm so excited that you guys are making an episode all about the Glee 3D concert movie. I can't wait to hear all of the stories that you guys have to share, but I definitely have some stories to tell of my own. So thank you so much for reaching out. I saw the movie the day it came out in theaters and I was 10 years old and I went with my older cousin who is about to leave for college. And that was something that really bonded us at the time, despite our age difference, was our shared love of the Glee music. And I remember I went to the theaters decked out in my finest Glee merch that I had gotten from Claire's. So as you can imagine, I probably looked super chic. And I think that the movie was in theaters for like two weeks. And I remember I dragged my grandparents to the theater and begged them to take me to see it for a second time. And there was a movie theater employee there who had overheard that conversation and came up to me and offered me the Glee 3D concert movie lanyard that they were wearing. And I just remember thinking that that was just such a nice gesture from Gleek to Gleek, and it has stuck with me for the last 12 oh. years. Wow. And on a more recent note, I've since bought the Glee 3D concert movie on iTunes, and in college, some of my roommates and I were looking for something to watch after a long night, and um, decided on some wholesome family fun that was the Glee 3D concert movie. And this is where we would usually say that that's, that this isn't our story to tell, but my <laughs> roommate Zoe has given us yeah. permission. So um, right as Puck had started singing Fat Bottom Girls, she ended up doubling over in pain and we had to take her to the emergency room and she ended up having kidney stones and we spent the night there. And when we came back the next morning, our TV was still paused on Fat Bottom Girls from the Glee oh. movie. So we sat down and we watched it. Oh my God. None of us thought that that would be a memory that we would look back on fondly, Mm -hmm. but surprisingly we do. And I just think that that is the spirit of Glee. Burned into the TV. I'm sure that there's so many (laughs) other people who have similar stories about the Glee movie. And so thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share mine. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) I love people who force their family members to go with them to the movie. There was a lot of that. You know, the show bringing people together. And that's what we saw 
and person too. The demographic of people, how wide it was, was we could never get used to that. I think we thought we were going to be performing for a ton of tweens at the tour. Yeah. To be honest. Um, and we had moms, grandmas, couples. It was really like adult, adult, full grown adults jamming out like they were at a Bon Jovi concert. I mean, like she just said, it was good, wholesome family fun. Truly. And there's this man in the movie who talks about he has like three daughters and two sons and it's something that they can all bond over every single week and watch it together and i would imagine from the standpoint of like ryan brad and ian that has to feel really good to create something that is talking about and showing so many different walks of life and yet you can bring in so many different types of people together families together um, I just really had another memory of, do you remember what also we were talking about a lot backstage when we were filming this? What? The Glee Project. What? So the Glee Project started airing while we were on tour. And we really didn't know anything about the Glee Project, TBH. We, we were, so, I don't know if we were ever officially told it was happening or we all found out, you know, when trickles, I don't know. But I remember it was the first time that we were around Ryan since it had come out. And we were all sort of like, so what's up with this? Huh. And remember, we all he had to like get us all into a meeting or was it and talk about what the Glee Project was just so like we didn't think they were hiring people to come like take our jobs and things like that. Oh, my God. Because we were definitely feeling confused yes. by it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what is this? Okay. Are we being replaced? So this was so new. Interesting. A lot of my memory of that day was there was this slight undercurrent of panic. Of yes. What the hell is happening? Well, because... especially because we were going into a new season. Right. Yes. So like we didn't know what was coming. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a good memory, Kevin. That's very interesting. We should talk about that in more in more in depth at some point. Yeah, let's definitely do a Glee Project episode. Okay, cool. Yeah, get on some of those um, so some of those peeps. Also, shout out to Damien. Was Damien McGinty in this movie? He was there. Yeah, he was there. They showed him. We need to get Damien on. We need to get Samuel Larson on. We need to get Hannah. We need to get Lindsay. We need to get all these people because I yes. think yes, but Allie. Yes, Damien McGinty, our sweet, sweet pot of gold, Damien McGinty uh, is there. <laughs> I love that shot God of love him. him. like, oh my God. <laughs> um, okay, let's play another voice note. Okay. Hi, Kevin and Jenna. This is Alexis Reese from South Florida, and this is my Glee Live 3D concert movie story. So in 2010, I had seen you guys at Radio City Music Hall for your first tour. And it was the best concert I'd ever been to. I was obsessed. I was 12 years old. And so naturally, when the second tour was announced, my mom got us VIP tickets, first row, meet and greet with you guys. And I was so excited. This was in Ohio because for some reason, you guys had something against Florida. So we always had to travel to see you guys. Not a problem. So a few months out, I auditioned for The X Factor with a bunch of girls. We were in a little girl group. We were from the ages like 13 to 15. It was really cool. And we made it all the way to the live rounds with the judges, Simon Cowell, Paula Abdul, L.A. Reid, Nicole Scherzinger. 
So the filming of the live audition with all the big names that's going to be on TV was the same exact day as Glee Live. Mm. And I had to make a choice. Oh my God. 12-year-old me had to make a choice. X Factor, <gasps> my career, or Glee. Oh. And I stupidly chose the X Factor. I'm glad. Because when yeah, we got on that stage right. in front of 1,500 people, we bombed. And Simon Cowell said we sounded like 25 cats being ran over on the freeway. That's all going on. All in all, yeah. I did not get to see you guys on that world tour. Mm-hmm. And I was devastated. I thought for sure you guys were going to go on tour again. And guess what? You guys never went on tour again. And this story still haunts me because I am the biggest gleek that there ever was. And I didn't see this tour. And I, I'm still devastated. I'm still horrified. So with that being said, when all the clips of you guys on tour were coming out and when you guys dropped the CD for this tour, I was hysterical the very first night of that tour. I was sitting in my bedroom looking at your faces on my posters, crying as I'm listening to the da, 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 da. Yeah, it was awful. Back to the movie, my mom ended up getting me like VIP tickets to this like pre-screening of the movie. We got all this like free merch and all these themed things. It was very, very fun. It was such a cool experience because I never seen you guys at that capacity. And it was just so, so much fun. So yeah, that's my little Glee Live story. I love the movie. I watch it all the time. Um, but it was just not the same as seeing you guys in person. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I think about that decision. And I'm like, why did I do that? So yeah, that's not on that. Okay, bye. Uh, no, I think you made the right decision. Definitely. You and I share that experience of being told negative things by Simon on stage. <laughs> <laughs> on X Factor. I do also think that this just reminds me like that the movie for us all the weird things that it was like it's still people who weren't able to make it to the tour really did get a piece of it in some way. Totally. And I do, I do like, even though we're playing our characters and saying the weirdest, <laughs> most random game of ad libs, mad libs behind the curtain. It is also cool to see like those were the rooms we were getting ready in. That is us just like hanging out backstage. So it was like a little taste of that. I mm. remember us all talking how we wanted we wished there was more behind the scenes stuff of us in real life to actually to meet the crew members to see like what our daily routine is just to like the experience of showing up to an arena when there's nobody there and all that process and then going out into the world and seeing that there's you know 16,000 people screaming at you right but it still did its job people went to it and liked it let's um, keep let's keep going keep it moving we had a lot of people who wrote who voiced in you guys. Hi, my name is Jordan. I'm from Vermont. And funny enough, I'm currently watching the episode of The Office where they have a Glee viewing party. So that's <laughs> y'all talked about that. But anyways, my experience with the Glee 3D movie, I was a big fan of Glee, obviously. And my dad, who we don't bond on too much, but we watched Glee together and we enjoyed that. And so we went to see the movie together. Aww. 
and we okay. turned out to be the only ones in the theater, which can be pretty common. Seems, cool. Seems to be a But it ended recurring. up being really fun because I was dancing in the aisles to all the songs, and I loved the whole movie, and my dad loved the movie, and it was a super fun experience and a really fun memory. Love the podcast. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Jordan. I love that. There does seem to be a... A running theme that they were the only ones in the theater. Empty theater. Yeah, but also you know. like bringing, you know, like to not have a lot of things in common with your with your father. And then to be able to, for Glee to be able to do that. Again, it's just good reminders. Yeah. I think it's sweet. I think it's sweet. Let's keep going. Oh my God. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, my name is Max. I'm from Amsterdam. And yeah, my first time watching Gleam when I, uh, when I was teen, uh, there, there was like a girls night at my local theater. Um, and it was all pink themed and like you got all girl stuff and there was like girl toys or whatever. Uh, and then all the girls get to watch the movie together, but it was the only way of watching the Glee movie for like, uh, the direct first time. Um, so I tried to buy a ticket and it would, they wouldn't let me in because I'm a boy, but then my mom came and then my mom threatened to sue the theater, um, uh. uh, uh blame them of sexism. And then I got in instantly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm really thankful to my mother. Wow. I love that. You have to somehow sue your way in to see the Glee movie. That may, you may be the only one who did that in the entire world. An all girls thing. Hey, what's what? What is with that? Yeah. Why are we? Why are we excluding? They hadn't seen the show. <laughs> they didn't know what it was about. Clearly, clearly. Hi guys, I'm Mitchie. I'm from Argentina, and I watched Glee from the beginning. And obviously, we didn't get the tour here. So when the movie was released, it was like um, our way of experiencing it in our country. So we were dancing at the, at the cinemas and singing, and it was so much fun. And we cried all the way through the end credits. So oh. it was great. <laughs> <laughs> we wished we could get the show, the actual show. But the movie was was good as well. So hi, thank you, and lots of love from Argentina. Bye bye. Wow, Argentina. I mean, that's what was so special. Like the movie ended up making more money internationally, right? Than it did domestically, and I think that's because like we didn't get to go all to all right. those places. Right. I did want to do another tour. Do you remember I had like a? You did. You did. I, I had an idea for another tour. You did. I was that, like, you're crazy. Uh, there was no way I was going to get anybody to agree to it. Exactly. But I was trying to make it simpler to do bigger venues, go to one city make at a money. time for like several days. Um, yeah. And like do South America, do Asia, do all the places we didn't get to go to, do Australia. So, you know... At least there is the movie for that. They got to experience it in you know, Argentina. Yeah. You were the only one thinking of another tour, Kevin. Well, because I was thinking you if were. we did stadiums we in would be Brazil, able to, yeah. then I was, it would incentivize people. You can make more money that way. For sure. And so that's how I was, that was my No, yours, because you're a smart cookie. None of us were thinking that way. We were thinking chefs, and, chefs and drivers. <laughs> 
people were tired oh my though God. you know no it's no for to... sure yeah exactly it's like the world was oversaturated with glee and then in a different way the cast was also oversaturated with glee it's so true we were all yeah. oversaturated with glee at the time. Yeah. okay let's keep going <laughs> hi kevin and jenna my name's annika i'm from vancouver canada uh, I went to see the Glee concert in Toronto. I went to one of the matinee shows and I had front row tickets and I was so excited that the concert was going to come out as a movie version. I basically spent the whole summer talking about the concert. And so when the movie was coming out, they did like a special screening um, to see the movie specifically for Glee fans. And so it came with a merch package that had a bag, a ticket with a lanyard, 3D glasses, a bracelet, a pin, and a hat. So it was just for Gleeks, and we all sang along, we all danced. Aww. I'm pretty sure the theater was sold out, and it was seriously so much fun. Sold out theater. First time for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I do love, though, that has to be such a, like, like, I went to the Justin Bieber one, I went to the Katy Perry one, um, but I'm not oh, someone yeah. who necessarily, like, sing in a theater. Right. Um, unless it was Beyonce. So for people who, like, this was their favorite thing, what a special experience to get to do that and, like, share that with people um, who love it just as much as you do. Right. Hey, guys. It's Irene. I'm from the Netherlands. And because I'm from there, I could not go to the show. I was super devastated. And I followed the tour online basically every night. Um, I remember the Dublin, the very last Dublin show specifically because... The whole cast went rogue in every performance, and uh, Darren kissed Chris on stage, and I kissed Heather on stage, and Tumblr and Twitter completely broke down. Like, it stopped working, because <laughs> all of the fans were online talking about it. It was crazy. Um, after the tour, I definitely saw the 3D movie in theaters, because we made it our own concert experience. Oh. Our friends and I just sang along to every song. Um, there were, like, two other people there, I think. Um, I knew all the choreo to River Deep because I saw YouTube videos of the cast dancing it behind Naya and Ember so many times. I loved watching Jenna and Heather do that. Um, you know, love you guys. Love this podcast. It brings oh. back so many good memories, and I have so many. Oh, thank you so that means much. A lot. <laughs> uh, that's I just I just love. I'm so glad we did this. Are doing this. I know. I love hearing from our fans from across the world, and we don't get to do it a lot. We're just talking at a blank Zoom to each other, <laughs> <laughs> always to each other. Um, but that's this is awesome. Yes, you're right, Kevin. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim cover ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with a limited edition bombshell escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. 
Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus it's designed for lingering freshness so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's hear a few more. Hello, my name is Kendall Cole, and I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. When I first heard about the Glee 3D concert movie, I was absolutely excited. Uh, I remember listening to the first couple albums and listening to them on repeat to the point where I even scratched a couple of the CDs. Um, But to see that it was going to be in movie form, I was just beyond excited. we planned on seeing it opening day. It was me and my mom and my sibling. And I wanted to dress up as Mercedes. So I wore this sparkly purple shirt with this awesome hat. I don't know. It just gave me Mercedes vibes. <laughs> um, but it was just amazing. And I remember at the end of the movie, I didn't want to leave my seat. I was too excited and I just wanted to stay there and watch it again it was so awesome I also tried to contain myself from singing all the lyrics during the movie it was so good and I remember it seeing it two times after that as well oh my god it was just I loved watching it as well as the show wow love that repeat offenders (laughs) I get it you know it's also That's everything you want. You also have the best seats in the house. You get whatever seat you want. 
That's true. (laughs) (laughs) The world is your oyster. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Oh, God. Sorry. Hi, my name is Jazzy, and I'm from England. I love the Glee 3D concert so much because all of the songs are just amazing. The performances were amazing. The whole show was just put together so amazingly. And my favorite performance would have to be River Deep Mountain High because Amber oh, yeah. and I just slay so hard. They literally killed that. I love them together. I love their friendship. The concert was the first thing I actually ever bought. I bought it on DVD from a Thrive store. And it's literally my prized possession. Oh. I just love it so much. Like, I love seeing the Glee cast together on stage, doing what they love. And mm. just everything about it was just amazing. Like, the dances were amazing. The whole performances were amazing. I love it so much. I have something. I have the bath bag from the tour. I have some cute little merch from the premiere. I have Leah's blue jacket with the G on it. What? Also, Kevin, we heard in Naya's book something about you crawling on the floor outside your hotel in London after the show, and I we need the story time for this. We do need the story time for that, Kevin. I was crawling on the floor outside of my hotel room in London. I mean, that sounds like a lazy stripper moment. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. Outside in London, where were we? The Savoy? Yeah. Mm. We had a lot of lazy stripper Mm-hmm. moments which was a, a dance that we would do and it's it is what it says it is Correct. you're just being a lazy stripper um naya does a little of it during valerie mm. in the movie uh twice actually really <laughs> yeah, you caught it twice i caught it twice she does it once in river deep where she slaps her own ass <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> um and then she uh, during valerie when she's walking shaking her shoulders it's the same part she did in the show the, the filmed version, you know, the series as well. Um, that's probably what it was, I imagine. I don't know. I I mean, you never know. The world is your oyster. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit about my Glee 3D experience, honestly, was that I was a sophomore in college and may have gotten a couple friends to skip a class or two. Was just about to turn 21, may have talked my older friends into bringing some flask in for us. But honestly, it was like being front row at a concert. It was the most amazing experience. You guys looked like you were having a blast on stage. We, as an audience, were having a blast with you. There was people dancing. Everybody was singing. I don't think anybody was sitting, to be honest. I'm pretty sure we were all standing. Um, And it literally felt like we were at front row at a concert just having a ball it was the coolest experience ever um i really appreciate what you guys have done and like honestly like i didn't get to go to watch you guys live but that 3d movie made me feel like i got to watch you guys live you guys are so talented thank you for that movie oh okay yeah (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) terrible oh this is really good for like a, uh, if we ever need an ego boost, like what am I contributing to, to the world? To <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I was asking my family if they went to the movie and my sister said she went twice. <gasps> I, I believe that my brother did as well. Because she went to the premiere. I can't imagine. 
Oh, yes, that's right. And then she um, she said it was so crazy, then she had to go again. Like, without the craziness of all that. Right. Yeah, you need to, like, go have a second with it. Um, I A friend of mine, I was talking to him the other day, and I was like, did you watch Glee? And he's like, no, I didn't, but I did watch the movie. Mm. And I go, well, we're doing an episode about the movie. So, like, if you have anything you want to contribute, and he just sent me a voice note. <gasps> oh, my God. Hi, Kevin Diva. Um, this is Jared Gelman, your best friend, lover, <laughs> icon, inspo. Anyways, I have to let you know about my experience with the Glee movie. I saw it in 3D. I was possessed by Slave for You. I mean, that was culture. I was just so enthralled. And my most exciting moment of that entire film experience was watching you do Pretty Young Thing live. I saw it. Next thing I knew, I wanted to break my legs, steal a wheelchair, and just recreate it. I still may. I'm going to get the passcode to your garage door. So if you're missing your wheelchair, oops. Love you, bye. Love you, Jared. Thanks for Love that. Love you, Jared. <laughs> I mean, Slave was a moment. Watching Heather perform every single night was a gift. I remember you, you would always... Me? Did you have time you would go and watch it often? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I remember I, that. I was really... I needed to learn it. Yeah. And so I'd usually stand I somewhere that. on the side and try to... I feel Try that. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what can I say? Hi, my name is Lauren. I'm from New Jersey, and I went to the East Rutherford show. Um, it was so much fun and absolutely crazy. We didn't know that there was even going to be a movie until we got there, and someone came out on stage and was like, we're going to be filming this. Let's chant out all the characters' names. Kurt, Mercedes, Rachel. And we were like, oh, that's different. Okay. And then Sue Sylvester comes out. Jane Lynch comes out wearing her blue tracksuit wedding gown and we were like oh that's that's also different and then Gwyneth Paltrow comes out and sings forget you and we had known the set list because we were keeping up with the other shows so that was insane but it was absolutely crazy but I'm so glad that's the show I got to go to it was such a fun night um, and as a massive Glee fan it was just such an amazing experience that is true <laughs> I didn't think different. about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people showing up to that one are like, is this how it is every night? Right. They got a special one. It's true. It's like when Beyonce adds in the big three to her Renaissance tour. I uh, gotta stop talking about Beyonce. They never stop talking about Beyonce. That was um, awesome. And how many people actually uh, like voice memoed in was awesome. Thank you guys for all of your memories. Um, it really is like grounding to hear all of you guys talk about your experiences and we love to hear it. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for spending your time watching the movie, getting your friends and family to go to the movie and then sharing that experience with us uh, mm -hmm. today. So special. Love it. Made my day. Um, How cute. My, I bet some of my siblings didn't even go. 
I, you know, you have a lot of siblings, so I would give one of them, you know, like one out of the. I don't know. My brothers got really quiet in the group chat when I asked if they went to the movie. <gasps> See, that's what I'm saying. They had seen enough, Kevin. There was a lot of glee at the time. Whatever. You can't keep up. Okay, let's. I think we should do some tardy takes. I would love to. Okay. So the cringe moments. <laughs> I was saying they're cutting dog days out of the Absolutely. 100,000% <laughs> yes. Mistake. <laughs> Huge cringe. Huge ouchie. No. So Unacceptable. Fun. No excuses. Okay. Best dance move. I pick safety dance or oh. yours and I's Valerie backup Valerie. dancing. <laughs> Valerie. Valerie. I was watching this this morning, and Austin's like, "Well, this is just the best number." <laughs> that and River River Deep, but the like Carrie and Heather are running in that. Like what? Running. Also, shout out to all of the dancers. I know our amazing because friends. The dancers are pulling like triple duty. The the guys are in the warblers <laughs> and are dancing with us. The girls are on every single number. They're on spin bikes. They're doing single ladies. It's a lot and they never have a break um and are like the nicest most talented people truly it's such a great group of dancers <gasps> best song jenna oh my god river deep river deep that's my vote yeah i think river deep and you know i got a little emotional watching somebody to love i love that one too also weird to put it like as a post credits type of thing agreed i don't know about that Best performance by a prop. Oh my god! I honestly don't know. <laughs> I mean, the slushy thing. Oh, the confetti slushies that we yeah. had. Okay, that was. Another I think issue they I had made with... them into three D slushies, right? Yes, they. They did. were confetti slushies in the tour. There were also some like extra fireworks <laughs> during firework. I was like, that's not. Did we add that in post? Yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. Because I wish it looked that cool in real life. <laughs> oh, my God. The best lines. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> All of your stuff was great. It was so weird. Really funny. Very funny. I, I was fully being me. Yeah, And exactly. just I already got real gay. He did, but I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just saying like you were concerned your pimples would be seen in 3D. That was also we shot that in Dublin. Do you remember? Oh, the like, makeup. Stuff? No, so like no, the makeup stuff was shot in New Jersey, but right. the room I'm in when I'm talking about pimples, I think that was all shot in Dublin because I think we needed more oh, interesting. behind the scenes stuff. So somebody came was filming that. I also remember sending in. I went to we went to London after that, and Kevin Tantron hitting me up and. Like I had to send in voice memos. For, oh, interesting. Um, like dubbing. Yeah. Whoa, that were, that's how fast they were moving. Naya saying that she just drinks Latisse was <laughs> very good. <laughs> that was definitely a Naya. Naya. Yeah. I, I thought, thought everyone's improv skills were pretty good. Very, no, very good. Very good. Um, performance MVP. I gotta say, okay, so performance MVP. I think Amber takes the cake. Um, in terms of her vocals, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she always she, takes the cake. Let's she was doing real. some heavy lifting. She was, and then I have to say, the tour MVP, movie tour movie whatever the whole thing was Kevin. Why? 
because you were a cheerleader. You were lit- a literal cheerio cheering us on, keeping us afloat. Oh, that's so sweet. You loved tour. <laughs> I did. And I love all of you. And I loved watching everybody perform every night. You did. I loved watching people love watching you guys. <laughs> like I. You loved it all. You loved yeah, it. Yeah. It was, it was just nice to be able to like, you know, like, look. Naya wasn't that confident in her, like, performance ability. She was nervous to go out there and sing. Oh, my God. And there would be nights where I'd be like, go out there and do this. She's like, I don't know. I don't know if I can. I'm like, just yes, go you can. do this. Like, you're gonna. And so, to be able to watch everybody go out there, and Chris was like, I'm singing live. I'm doing this. And he was out there by himself. He did it. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's not every day that you get an opportunity to do that. And then I also do as, like you said, as weird as like the movie was, random as the movie was, it is nice to have that forever to look back and be like, you know, we did this thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I kind of want to say the MVP is all of us because we got through it together. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. No, not all of us, but <laughs> that's it. Are we doing a TikTok this, this episode? We sure are. Okay. <laughs> Unrelated. Just like um, you are the only exception in the Britney episode. Um, this TikTok was posted on Lilia's TikTok. Lilier. Lilier. And it is the five stages of gleef, which is pretty great. Oh, and my gosh. It's a guy watching it. <laughs> And talking about at what stage are you a fan of a different character <laughs> as you're binge watching it. And it's very relatable. Very even for relatable. us. <laughs> and funny. Very funny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Lilier. Very good. Also, it is just so crazy to see like the age of people watching Glee. Mm-hmm. It really is. Well, it's mind boggling to me. Also, some of those fans who called in and said that they were ten years old. Yeah. When that was on is but tra- like, troubling to me, but uh, yeah. I, I just, when she said she was ten, you and I looked at each other like, like oh, oh, <laughs> got punched in the stomach. But oh, also, man. like at least they were alive, <laughs> because some of the people on TikTok were not alive, right, right, and they posting were, about watching Glee and have opinions, and they were just floating souls waiting to <laughs> to come earthside. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow. thank you for joining us today. Thank you again for sitting in all those things. Yes. What um, a fun episode. Next episode, Jenna. I don't we're know. We're to season three. Are we? Season three. I have to say I'm very excited because Best I season. feel like I'll be watching it all for the first time. <laughs> Best season. Do you really you stand by that it's the best season? No, no, no. I've just heard people are saying it's the best season. I have to find out because I've never seen it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we just haven't seen it since it's been on. Yeah, it's been a while. And I'm also not somebody who watches reruns. I'm excited. I'm excited. So like Oh, I do. Yeah. Like okay. I saw Friends when it was on. I haven't That's watched it. it since. I just watched it last night. And then all of you people say, Well, I know you don't like Friends. Like, no, I just watched it when it was on. Yeah, you're not like a rewatch. No, person. so should I be hosting be a rewatch this podcast? podcast? Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I'll only rewatch it if I'm in it. Just kidding. Um, thanks for joining us. And that's what you really missed. Oh.
Thanks for listening and follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.